What's up guys, it is Chris, aka Download Brio, just checking in, giving a little quick update for the rest of the year for Space Time Taco. Uh, one, hey, sorry for the delay on the podcast, uh, busy life happens, stuff happens, we're working on it, I'm working on it, uh, but speaking of which, I had planned on moving back to a more regularly, regularly scheduled stream schedule, yep, um, but unfortunately, due to said busy life, uh, mostly work-related things, um, I am probably not going to be able to do that yet. But uh, we am still planning, and I will put out details more for the uh, 12-hour stream I want to do before the end of the year. Planning on doing that at some point in November. Uh, not fully got all the details and stuff together for that yet, but I will... Put more information out there if Twitter's still there uh, on all the other social medias, um, including, hey, guess what? Tumblr's back up and running. Who would have fucking guessed? Um, but yeah, uh, podcast-wise, we are going to try and stick to getting it out regularly scheduled uh, like we do every other week, usually. Um, if anything changes, we'll say something. We'll post stuff. Um, otherwise, yeah, uh, big shout-out to everyone who was able to stop by for Extra Life. Um, we are just, like, almost $100 away from our goal for the year. Um, and if we do that, not this year, but we will be uh, doing a, um, a fun stream. Let's just put it that way. There's a fun stream planned if we do hit the goal by the end of the year. Um, otherwise, you know, we'll be around, pop in there. Um, gonna think about instead of just streaming it might be recording some gameplay putting it out on the youtube uh which is now much easier to find it's just youtube.com slash at spacetime taco big fan of the handles especially if you don't have the custom url um but yeah as always go inside and play video games i love you go and go 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 enjoy the podcast it's a fun podcast i think i remember it being fun that's right, when I said butts, I hit the record button. Hello and welcome to another episode, a very, I'll be honest, a very uh, sleepy episode of Space Time Taco. Um, we are a week out. That's right, we are, we've been, wait, what day is today? It is <laughs> Sunday, right? What year is it? <laughs> yes, no, it is Sunday. Time, yeah, my mind is all broken right now, because yes, last weekend, was extra life we 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 gamed for 20 uh, 22 22 hours here uh he mm -hmm. made a lot more than i thought he would i'll be honest um, I did. hell yeah that was fun i'm exhausted as always for the week after even though i had an entire technically i didn't even have an entire day of rest nate i don't know i Th mean things happen i'm there with you at the exhaustion level but exhausted for good reasons because <clears throat> I uh, got to help some people out, and now I'm sleepy because of it. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nate, a lot has happened. Um, a lot we aren't going to talk about because who fucking cares? It's it's the same shit, different day. Um, but uh, let's let's get through because there's a good bit of newsy stuff, and then we can get to the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. During, fuck, it was, I think, during Extra Life, we found out um, that after the third season, third season? Yes, third season of The Witcher, 
Um, Henry Cavill will no longer be the Witcher. Mm-hmm. We are getting a new Witcher in uh, Greg Hemsworth. No, what is his name? Liam? Liam, yes. Liam Hemsworth. Uh, everyone's third favorite Hemsworth, obviously, <laughs> right? Because it does go Chris, Greg. What the fuck is the third Liam, the third Hemsworth's actual name? I don't know. Hold on, I got it. I, you'll change I do it. know that Liam's Hemsworth is a person. <laughs> Wait, is there not a... No, there's a third. I don't know how many people are in this family. Hold on. Liam, Tem- Liam Hemsworth was also married to Miley Cyrus from 2018 to 2020. It's Luke. It's Luke. Luke Hemsworth. Uh, oddly enough, he's connected to another story that we're going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, Liam Hemsworth is going to be starting season four, the new... Gralt, Gerald, Garlovel of mm-hmm. uh, the the Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. No, but it seems like from a lot of reports and other rumors and shit, it sounds like it has a lot more to do with uh, Henry Cavill being unhappy with the direction that the show is taking, with the books in the character. Um, it has nothing to do with the fact that he is moving forward the DCEU or whatever the fuck they're going to change it to um, the the permanent Superman for now mm-hmm. until they are able to sell off the company to somebody else and they have to redo everything again. Um, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I've really enjoyed the first two seasons. So what are your feelings on the because I don't I feel like we don't talk about The Witcher all that much. Well, we don't talk about it all that much because my experience with The Witcher is playing Witcher 3. And I dumped hundreds of hours into a single playthrough of that game. <laughs> so many. Um, there's a lot of content in the game, plus the DLC that I got with it. It's all really good. I mean, the stories are great in these in the game. Um, curiously enough, I believe The Witcher 2 is actually on Game Pass right now. Mm. Um but I mean that was my experience when I watched the TV show when I saw the season and the series yeah it was good stuff um, but it's not really it didn't have a huge impact on me in any kind of way it was just another way of experiencing that world of the Witcher yeah um, that being said I I really wish um they weren't recasting Geralt. And I don't mean like, I really wish, you know, Henry Cavill wasn't leaving and anything like that. What I mean is Geralt has been the centerpiece of the Witcher universe for a very long time, Mm -hmm. but there are other Witchers to explore as well. Many of who are in the game who have obvious backstories that are alluded to that you don't get to see. Um, and I think having some of those people come to the forefront would maybe be a better direction to take the series in if they need to do some kind of recasting for it. Um, but I understand that they're not finished with Geralt's story as far as this series is concerned. They're not even done with Yennefer's story as far as the series is concerned. Yeah. Um, they've still got a lot more for Dandelion slash Yaskier to go, so... There's a lot of stuff they need to wrap up, but 
I mean, at this point, I I have no power to change what they've done. So, um, more power to Liam, and hopefully he can pull off just as good as job as uh, Henry Cavill did. And you know, we still get some great great episodes out of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I've seen him in. To be honest, um. I do remember what I've seen him in, and I believe it was. I, I was about to say, sure I'm I, right I, about this. I was going to tell you, let me do it, because every time you do it, your screen goes I so know. dark. <laughs> so this is what we call Batman mode. Um. <laughs> yeah, because in my head, all, all I can think of is the Hunger Games movies, and I'm like, he's had to be in something else. Okay, he wasn't in this. Chris Hemsworth was actually in this. <laughs> I'm sorry, they, they look very much alike, and... The the 2012 Red Dawn, that's what I thought I saw him in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, he's a little bit younger. Uh, he was in the what? Independence Day movie. Um, he was in The Duel. The Duel. Uh, looks like he had, he was in, um, like I said, he was on all the Hunger Game movies as Gail Hawthorne. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like he was a douchebag. Um, yeah, <laughs> nothing really that I watched too much of. I remember, I think I only watched the first Hunger Games movie. It's... I watched all the Hunger Games movies because people kept raving about them. I was going to say, because so... Dave watched all the Hunger Games movies. I watched them. It was not great. <laughs> I, I know Dave and I were excited for the first one because I think we both read the first book. Um, mm. and... I was I enjoyed it, but it was it was kind of one of those like some of the best parts about the books didn't get translated to the movies, um, no. which you know happens way too much. Like yeah. the be the best Harry Potter book made the worst movie. Well, and I yes. know that's not exactly you know the greatest <laughs> praise to give a book to begin with. Well, for me, it was also I had many many years before hunger game was even a thought i had seen battle royale and all of it oh sequels, yeah and i kept telling people like if you want to watch i mean the hunger games is almost beat for beat the same story as battle royale is no um, they're not in a school yes. they don't have to this <laughs> is to this is a uh, this is a thing that happens every however long and so uh, is battle royale mm. <laughs> Battle Royale is literally like, okay, Japan has this thing because all the students are fucking punk asses to basically call the population and teach these kids some discipline by basically having them slaughter each other. Um, and they put them on an island and they fight each other and they can't go into certain areas and the heads blow up and they can't leave or the heads blow up. A lot of heads blow up in this movie. <laughs> um yeah, but, but then see, the second and third different. movies are literally like, okay, the person who won in the first movie, now he's leading a revolution to take down the system. <laughs> yeah, that that I will say, once it gets to that stuff, then it's very, it's beat for beat with the Hunger Games. But I'm talking about like initial storyline. It's like, this has nothing to do with culling the whatever. It's all to do with uh, just keeping the poor people in line. Yes. No. Hunger Games is Battle Royale for white girls. This is definitely not for anybody else, that's for sure. Uh, why the fuck did we... Oh, because Liam. Um, anyway, yeah, Liam, Liam's coming in in like two years, who knows. Um, 
we still have like the spin-off series I think coming out this year which mm-hmm. I'm more excited about because it's a lot of actors that I actually enjoy um I don't know. Who knows? We'll get around there. Uh, but since we brought up Hemsworth's, um, La- fuck Larry, what is his name? I just looked at it. <laughs> Luke. Is it Luke? I don't believe you. I'm sticking with Greg. Um, <laughs> Larry Hemsworth. Larry Hemsworth. Greg Hemsworth. It could be anything. Uh, Luke. Luke Hemsworth. Who is on Ichabod Hemsworth? Ichabod Hemsworth. Oh my God! Ichabod is a great name for anybody over the age of eighty. Um, <laughs> Zachariah Hemsworth. Zachariah. I know somebody that has. They're all just going to be Dutch Pennsylvania names now. Yeah. Um. I ha- I know somebody who one of their brothers' name is. I almost said Mordecai. Um. Oh my God. Children of the Corn. Mm. Malachi. Malachi. Malachi, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because I know two him him and his brother's names, and I'm like, did, did your parents name all of you after religious stuff? And he's like, yeah, and he listed off the names, and I'm like, you have a brother named Malachi? Because my <laughs> mind didn't immediately go to, to, you know, the, I guess, is it a Bible thing? Um, mm-hmm. My mind immediately went to Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Where else would you go? Um, but no. Uh, let me do this so I can remember what I covered. Um, Luke. Luke? Luke. The other Hemsworth. Uh, is on a, a little show. He was. I think it's been. It's done at this point. Or he is done on that show at this point. Um, little show called Westworld. Uh, you know, one of HBO... HBO's originals um, just got announced. Series was canceled. Uh, they will not be returning for a season five. It ends with season four, which I have not even touched at all. Um, I got to be honest; part of me forgot that it happened, um, <laughs> which is kind of disappointing because I really, really enjoyed that show up until that point. Um, I'm so far behind on so many shows right now, uh, but no, it, you know, it, it does suck. Suck when a show that. I am a fan of gets canceled, and I hope that it got to tell it a decent ending. Um, interesting part, though, and this is where <laughs> the initial news that came out about the cancellation was saying that it had nothing to do with the budgetary the budget cuts in overall cancellations that Warner Brothers Warner Brother Discovery had been doing. Um, but then. <laughs> It came out that the main actors from the series are going to be paid for the season five that was originally going to happen due to contractual obligations. So when you hear that part, it sounds like they did cut it for budgetary reasons. (laughs) It's like, well, we have to pay you out, but we don't have to pay the billion dollars or however much it costs to make a single episode of uh, the show. How much does a single episode of Westworld cost? Let's see. Oh, it looks like it pops up on the nine most expensive blah, 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 blah. Westworld. Nine million per episode, according to this, uh, this article. Jesus. So, you know, only nine million. Hey, that's number nine. Do you want to know what the f- most fucked up thing is? Sorry, I just scrolled down to what number eight is on this list. Guess what is one million dollars more, was one million dollars more to make per episode? 
because think about this. All right, you have Westworld, big CGI show, lots of robots kind of stuff, um, lots of high name actors, hour long episodes. What do you think beats it by one million dollars per episode? I, I don't know. I don't watch that much TV. <laughs> That's right, Nate. It's Friends. Okay, Friends, Friends is actually what popped into my head first. Really? I was going to say Friends <laughs> was $10 million per episode. I think that was because every single one of them was paid a million dollars to be there. Um, well, all I know about Friends is how much I do not like Friends and how much somebody I know very much loves Friends. <laughs> I don't love it that much. Come on. No, I'm not talking about you. Okay. I'm talking like this person's like a Friends super fan. <laughs> oh, okay. I enjoy Friends. But, you know, I'm white. Um, <laughs> and so was the entire cast. <laughs> yeah. No, they had... Uh, David Schwimmer had a black girlfriend for, like, three episodes before they just oh, made yeah, her that, disappear. That's literally the I know a black person. <laughs> so yeah. it's not racist. Thing. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> um, damn, I made fun of that. ER was 13 million. Now I'm going through this whole list. The Crown, 13 million. Morning Show, fifteen million. Game of Thrones, fifteen. Mandalorian, fifteen. Okay. Uh, the Pacific was twenty million. I never watched that. The number one. Oh, I hate this. They just lump them all together. According to this, the number one. Wait, hold on. This list is stupid. The number one list is Marvel slash Disney shows at twenty five million per episode. But which ones? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because like, there's quite a few of them now and I'm pretty sure they all didn't cost that much. Well, cuz one combination of one that's saying you're saying Marvel and Disney, but that's also excluding The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett that were 15 million per episode. Mhm. I'm like, "Well, why aren't you giving them the money? They need the money." I don't know, man. They're, they're the better I mean, series. It, it turns my stomach a bit to know that this much money is spent on TV <laughs> and we consume it. Mhm. Yay. Uh, I mean, hey, what we consume all this stuff. Oh, God, I'm so good at leading things together, and I shouldn't point it out, because I just realized the last thing I talked about was Marvel Disney shows. And guess what, Nate? We we have Marvel casting news. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. More it words was... regarding famous people. <laughs> More what? I said more words regarding famous people. Yeah, Nate. But these are famous people that we are okay with for the most part, to a certain extent, I guess. I don't know. It's a... We live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) I never saw that movie, and I never will. Um, I had a list, and it's hard to find this list, because it's a whole... There's so many. So many casting news... News... News things? News things. Um... But no, it's kind of been all over the place with uh, announcements. Um, it's both Marvel and Star Wars, because I'll get the Star Wars thing out of the way real quick. Quick, uh, Daphne Keene, who you may know from a Marvel property, um, who played X-23 in Logan, uh, has actually been announced to join the cast of the Acolyte, Star Wars Acolyte. Uh, this is a series that takes place a hundred year, about 100 years before Phantom Menace. Um so, you know, everybody, I mean, all, I think all of us, everyone that can hear me saying things right now are excited 
like in this exact moment as we're recording this. Because I think mm-hmm. you, you you are excited for that. Kim's excited for it, right? <laughs> Kim's not listening. Kim's paying attention is what they said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it's cool. Uh, whatever. Um, we also got Aubrey Plaza has been cast in Agatha Ke- A Coven of Chaos. Uh, she is reportedly playing the villain. Um, as well as and this is no no names, no character names or anything have been announced. Um, mm-hmm. We also uh, got the news that Joe Locke from the Netflix series Heartbreaker? Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Yep. Um, has also been cast in Covenant of Chaos. Uh, one, everybody thinks is a lot of people a lot of people think he's going to be Wiccan um but the other thing is you watch Heartstopper because it's so fucking good um and I think it's coming back hopefully it's coming back there are multiple graphic novels or books I can't remember it's one of the two Kim Kim read them Mm -hmm. um yeah it is an emotional journey I cried multiple times (laughs) (laughs) me crying at a no. thing? Never. Um, the last thing... Oh, no, there's two more things. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, supposedly, we have a Wonder Man show or movie or something happening about Wonder Man. Um, and one of the announced uh, cast members is Bob Odenkirk. Um, again, who, nobody knows. Nobody knows who's playing who. I kind of like that. I prefer people being like, who could they be? Um, I don't know. Do you do you know anything about Wonder Man? Not really. I yeah. I we have exhausted, uh, for the most part. I think we've exhausted in the MCU my comic book knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. Like I barely even know anything about X Men, um, just because that was never my thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I love the idea of X-Men and what it stands for and all that kind of stuff. But whenever I try and read older X-Men comics, because the people are like, oh, you got to read the old stuff. It's fantastic. It's -hmm. it's the art. It's the combination. We've talked about this. One, Mm -hmm. the art's not for me because so it doesn't hold my attention. And two, like you, you you say all the time, paragraphs, paragraphs everywhere. Um. And, like, I get it. I understand it. There's a lot of conversation, and I'm okay with that. Um, but if you're going to have that conversation, at least have something that I can, my eye stays drawn to. And, mm-hmm. again, personally, I'm not hating on the art <laughs> for everyone. This is, personally, me, not a fan of the older artwork. It happens. Don't worry. It's okay. People don't have to all <laughs> like the same things. That's why we have good things now, because people do other things. Um, sorry, do not restrain creativity. Um, <laughs> I feel I have I have feelings. Okay, sorry. Um, Stop that. No feelings. No feelings. I'm not allowed to have feelings now. I don't think that's that's yeah. Um, so the last thing, 
we have a movie we know about. We had a movie that we thought we knew all the cast because of trailers and stuff. Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, whatever. We got all the new stuff. We got people coming back. We got people that we didn't know were going to be in it, being in it until the trailer. And then we're like, oh, man, now we know everything. Well, we didn't know everything. Um, turns out, last big surprise. Uh, Nate, have you watched Good Place? You watched Good Place, right? No. <laughs> you haven't watched The Good Place? We have this conversation every week. <laughs> Not every... Oh, wait, the fact that you don't watch everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, if you're going to watch one thing, because I don't push most things on you, for a good reason, because I, I am very much somebody that's like, I love Doctor Who, I'm never going to force Doctor Who on anybody. I enjoyed Game of Thrones, I'm never going to make anybody watch Game of Thrones. Especially now that it's over. Um, okay, here's why I didn't watch The Good Place. It's a sitcom that aired in 2016. What was I doing in 2016? I don't know. Watching sitcoms was not part of my lifestyle. <laughs> I'm telling you now, it should be. <laughs> this one specifically, just this. I will not make you watch any other sitcoms besides Abbott Elementary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of the main characters uh, plays a character named Cheedy. William Jackson Harper has been announced to be in uh, Ammon and the Wasp. Now, this has led the internet to go fucking crazy and try and figure out who he could be. And, of course, everyone immediately goes to Reed Richards. It's not going to be Reed Richards. It'd be great. I think he would be perfect as Reed Richards. But, again, we fall into that. He's too old for what I want to be Reed Richards. I want I want young. I want young Fantastic Four. I don't care if they're Marvel's first family. Fucking, we didn't start with them. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> let them be young so they can, you know, whatever. I don't know. Um, I don't know. All I know is this movie has had three different logos. <laughs> what movie? Quantum Mania. I mean, that's a lot of. Sometimes logo treatment is just because of the difference in in mm -hmm. uh, story and changing of things. Sometimes it's because it's like, hey, we made it look like this, but it's actually going to look like this, so you didn't know it was going to be like this. That's where <laughs> that made sense in a sentence somewhere. Um, God, just I want you to go into good place not knowing anything. I mean, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like. Can we make can we make home here? How about this? Do you think you could reasonably watch a full season of a show in one week, or actually in two weeks? By the time we come back, it's possible. Yes. Okay. Let me hold. On, let's. Do it. Good place to cheer, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> They're just yelling "Do it" in the back. Um, <laughs> first season, thirteen episodes. They're about twenty-two episodes, twenty-two minutes long. I believe it's all on Netflix. Yes, it is all on Netflix. You have access to Netflix. No, I do not. All right, I'm going to get you af a a nef yes, af yep, access is the word <laughs> that I'm trying there. Didn't want to come out. Um, yeah, it's, it's all together. It's four seasons. They're about 13 episodes. Yeah, they're all 13 episodes long. Um, but again, just season one. All I'm telling you is do season one. If you can't, If you don't fall in love with season one, you don't have to watch it anymore. Um, but to make you this not seem like a, I'm forcing you to watch a thing, you can make me watch something. The first season of any show I will watch in the next two weeks. 
Okay. Well, you have to give me time to think about it because it's most likely going to be anime. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I can do that. I mean, that's, that's... What, I, that's what I watch. <laughs> that's true. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could do that. Oh, man. Oh, twist my arm. <laughs> it's going to be some of the cringiest shit you've ever watched in your life, too. <clears throat> and it can't be like some 50 season, fifty episode season. I'm no. Like, we're, I'm gonna find something seasonal that has you know like parody parody here has actual season. It's actually like broken down into seasons. I'm not gonna tell you to go watch like I don't know fucking all of DBZ. <laughs> I mean, twelve episodes. That's not even. They haven't even started a fight yet. They're yeah. still yelling at each other. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it in my head. I'm like, if I hadn't watched One Piece and you told me to watch the first twelve episodes of One Piece. I would have hated it, because the first 12 episodes of One Piece are boring as fuck. Hmm. That's weird, because I remember the manga kicking things off pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, because guess what? The manga, one one volume, or one issue of the, or yeah, one chapter of the, the manga is like four episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think somebody broke that down once. I'm like, what? Hmm. That's why it's, it's horrible pacing. The entire series has such horrible pacing, and that's why there are so many people that are like, I love One Piece. Redo it. <laughs> Fix the pacing issues. Um, and that's why I'm like, I read. <laughs> okay. Here's what you can watch, and it's entirely doable, because it's literally ten episodes. Okay, alright, let's do this. What do we got? You can watch Edge Runners. <laughs> Oh, is that the? That's cyberpunk. All right, <laughs> I'll do. I'll do it. We'll check it out. You know what? I just realized I never finished. What? Fucking arcane. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed it when I watched oh, it. I just never got back to it. Arcane is so good. I don't have my headphones. If you want to talk about Andrew, please no spoilers. Oh, Kim. Yeah. Does Kim not want us to do Andor spoilers? Well, the, we were going to record that as a separate for the whatchamacallit, but I guess we can do mm-hmm. that when Kim's not here, maybe? Or when they remember their headphones to block out the sound? That'll work. We can do, not spoilers, but we can talk about just in general how we feel about the yes. season so far. Um, so we'll get to that after we finish out uh, stuff. Well, I don't have a good segue for this last part, or not this last part, for the next part. Um so instead, we're just going to go with the fact that, hey, man, I love Pokemon. Pokemon's great. There's a new Pokemon. Have you seen the new Pokemon, Nate? I have seen the new Pokemon, and it's a Pokemon that I actually might play this time because it's got co-op. Oh, I meant, have you seen the actual new Pokemon? Oh, no. I haven't seen an actual new Pokemon. Oh, well, here we go. You get to meet Gimme Ghoul. Um, yeah, I'm not going to put the audio on because I don't, you know, whatever. Um, but no, Pokemon... It's been dropping. I mean, as soon as we saw the Nintendo logo, the copyright strike was coming. So. I know, right? <laughs> um, so there, you'll find these random chests in the world. Oh, but it's got, it's got a, a thing mimic? in it. Look at this motherfucker. It's a mimic Pokemon. <laughs> it's, it, oh, it's not a mimic, though. Here's the thing. So you can find them either in the chest, which is their, mm-hmm. their like chest form or whatever. Um, but there's also a chance, I don't know exactly how it's going to work out, but you can get it in its roaming form. Look at this little, look at this adorable little bug ghost motherfucker. Jesus. 
He's so cute. Okay, roaming for him. Yes. So it's just a little bug man with a coin. He's adorable, and I want him. Um, supposedly, he's already popped up in... Uh, what's that thing called? In Pokemon Go. Um, Wait, so at the end there, to get that Pikachu, do I have to pre-order it? <laughs> so you just have to buy it before a certain date. Okay. Um, and it's not specifically, he doesn't always look like that, but it's mm-hmm. a Pokemon, uh, it's a Pikachu specifically that can terraform or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. terrestrialize, terrestrialize, I think is the term. <laughs> it's a Pokemon that can terraform. <laughs> I know. I always want to say terraform for some reason. Drop him off on Mars now. Yeah, got Pokemon. Pikachu. Um, whatever. Cool. Uh, (laughs) he looks adorable. Okay. Um, I adorable. The in the uh like introduction video. It's a like a four or five minute long video they put out today. Um, it's one of the. It's the teacher because it's not a professor specifically Mm -hmm. that he talks to um teacher from the paldea region which is the new region talking with the professor from pokemon let's go or uh pokemon go i don't remember his name um Mm. i think his name was like it's like professor daddy tree or something i don't know i think it's elm Mm, mm -hmm. um same thing um professor daddy tree <laughs> Should I said Daddy Wood? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but no, uh, they were talking about, hey, we're seeing him roaming around. And mm. then the other professor's like, oh, we've only seen him in a chest form. Um, but they talk about a legend that was attached to the Pokemon where this girl finds the chest, then finds like a thousand gold coins which are the little things that he's holding in his back and it's in the actual chest. Um, Mm -hmm. And when she puts the thousand coins into the chest, she like breaks out of a daze and is like, I don't know where all these coins came from. Um, So I don't know if that's going to be a thing that they actually implement or if it's just part of the Mm -hmm. legend of the Pokemon. Uh, Who knows? All I know is that he's a cute, cute little like, it's a ghost type, and I always like ghost types. We've got two ghost type announcements, which I'm all mm. for. If this is like the ghost heavy game, please. Oh, I love ghost type Pokemon. My two favorite types of Pokemon are fire and ghost. So, <laughs> so you like? Isn't there a fire ghost Pokemon? I believe so. Hold on, fire ghost type Pokemon. Nate, what did I say? Stop googling things. <laughs> I'm so mad that I like the first thing that popped up is um, Cerule Edge, which is the new legendary for this game. Yes. Uh, the Fire Blades Pokemon. It's a ghost fire. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a Chandelure. Yeah, I was about to say, I think all the Chandelier Pokemon, the like. Yeah. Oh, that's. Man, I fucking love ghost Pokemon. They're so cool. Oh, you know what? Um. Litwick, Lampet, and Chandelure. Well, and uh, they just put out in the most recent, um, the last game, Arceus. Uh, what is Cyndaquil's? Not Cyndaquil. What the fuck is his name? My mind's blanking on everything right now. The last form of that weird, like, little. I want to say, is it Cyndaquil? 
Well, there's Cyndaquil, Quilava, Typhlosion is the evolution path for that. Yeah, okay, so the, the final form of um, Cyndaquil, Typhlosion, has the Hisuian Typhlosion, which is mm-hmm. Fire Ghost, I believe. Yes. Yeah, it goes Fire and Ghost. Got all spirit stuff all over it. Yeah, it's spirit flames. I think it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, representing... I don't know what that is there. There's actually a card for the Hisuian Typhlosion for the game, which is a ghost-type card, or a psychic-type card, rather than a fire-type card. They don't have any any ghost-type cards, they're just psychic. (laughs) Oh, weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, because the game has never switched the types since it was introduced. Oh, in the card game? Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. I guess they can't. Um... Anyway, new Pokemon. Everybody loves the new Pokemon. I'm so excited for this game. Uh, and the fact that you said you were going to get you, you're actually interested. I'm like, yes. Um, I think my favorite part about that is the fact that we are definitely going to get the other copies. You're going to get the red one. I'm going to get the purple one. Because um, you, you 100% are getting it because of Caveman, uh, Cavewoman uh, <laughs> Professor. Well, yes, and also just because I'm partial to red. <laughs> Sure. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I had, the first Pokemon game I had was red. I never got blue. Oh yeah, I was a blue. Yeah. Um, and I like purple. I mean, I'm literally looking at a Gengar on my computer desk right now. Um, and I like the future. The future's cool. I hate. I, I'm upset that I just got like the 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 uh, husbando professor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm so excited. I'm I'm ready for new Pokemon. Maybe I'll actually finish this one. It's not that I I hate them and I don't think they're good or should be finished. It's just I never finish Pokemon. I never finish games. <laughs> it's very rare that I actually finish a video game. Um, speaking of video games, because we're just going to switch over to this. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me actually pull up the clip. See if it actually... Well, up. there's there's two different clips. There's one that's you know in the regular overhead cam that NASCAR uses, and then there's one actually is first person camera inside the vehicle. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so I have the just the one clip. Basically, uh, what we're about to see is um, so <laughs> somebody decided to finally use video game logic in a real world NASCAR race. Um, why is this all slow and shit? Here we go. Guy comes in. Oh, is it? Where is it? Oh, it's not even. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uses video game logic where he rides the rail, basically, (laughs) uh, to come in an earlier place to qualify for a race. And I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, this is the most time we will ever talk about NASCAR ever (laughs) in our lives. Um, and I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> what I will say, though, I do love the fact that, like, I, I in some interview, he even said something about the fact that he grew up playing uh, fucking GameCube NASCAR games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. He said he played, I played a lot of NASCAR 2005 on the GameCube when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> he said you can get away with it in the game, and I never knew if it would actually work. I mean, I did what I did when I was eight years old. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this guy, uh, his name is, what is his name? Christian something. I know that much. 
chest or Ross Chastain. Sorry. Um, yeah. So he was in a race for NASCAR. He's an Xfinity racer and decided in the final lap to pull off a wall ride. Um, he basically eased his car into the wall and then let go of the wheel <laughs> and kept the accelerator down and just prayed that he didn't catch anything sticking out from the wall. Cause there are things along the track, like access gates that wardens use and stuff to get onto the track. Yeah. Um, Cause otherwise, ooh, no good. Yeah. So he let go of the wheel. And the great thing about this is in that moment, in that short, like 15 seconds of doing that, he went from 10th to fifth place, which secured his, Ability to move on to the next round of the NASCAR championship. It's impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. Um, that's enough NASCAR uh, because you know, <laughs> we've got enough. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, <laughs> ooh, speaking of uh, things that I don't want to talk about too much, um, mm-hmm. Twitter is currently on fire. Since last Friday, because that is, I believe, when the, the Musk takeover occurred um Mm -hmm. he has now fired half of the employees of twitter uh there has been a 500 percent increase of the n-word correct yeah yep um i mean there's been a 500 percent increase in slurry usage overall yeah (laughs) um i know the 500 i believe the 500 percent was attributed specifically to Mm -hmm. uh yeah um and on top of that we have everybody bailing jumping ship uh and trying to sometimes you know very aggressively sometimes just trying to have a conversation with him about why he shouldn't be doing what he's doing with the company um mm-hmm. and it's just being met with him being a fucking idiot and responding to literally everybody oh, like this is we thought we had an unprofessional president god damn this man <laughs> is just a dumb fucking pile of well... shit um there are multiple reasons for that. The biggest one that I think people have missed is Elon Musk has never actually run a company. <laughs> he has never, as many things as he is, he has been the CEO of in technicality, like PayPal and Tesla. He doesn't run those companies. Yeah. He owns those companies <laughs> and he literally buys his way up the ladder till he finds himself in a CEO or ownership position. Um, the same thing happened with Twitter and we remember all the stories about him trying to back out and he was basically unable to, which is why he owns the platform now. It's so disappointing that he wasn't able to. Um, well, the biggest grift here is him talking about, Oh, well it's, I'm going to bring free speech back to Twitter and all this other stuff like that. And he literally turned it into a grift by making you pay him money to have a verification check mark on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And that, and I, I actually was talking about this last night um, out of just frustration in general. <laughs> Because of it being confirmed, because it was rumored, it was rumored for a little, for leading up to it, um, that he was going to start charging for uh, the verification process, um, mm-hmm. and people were like that's not going to happen. He would, they were never going to do that. Blah 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 blah. Uh, oh, we, we lost. Sorry. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, that's My what happens when you very out of focus. into your camera. Um, <laughs> It was out of focus. I mean, yeah, because you blew smoke right into it. To turn your head and cough. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, when it got announced, it really was one of those things where I'm like, "Do I pay for verification? No. Have I or have, do am I verified? No. Have I play, paid for Twitter Blue? No. Was I ever planning on paying for Twitter Blue? No. 
he took the idea of Twitter Blue mm-hmm. and one destroyed verification by m- literally attaching money to a verification, which means nothing. You are not verified. That just means you are a paid user. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, if you are not a Twitter Blue user, you basically are because you joke around about the fact that nobody sees your tweets um, mm-hmm. just through the regular algorithm as it is. The plan is for that algorithm to literally suppress tweets unless you're paying for them. Um, yeah. And who knows if he makes enough money off of this or it works enough for him, he probably will open up different tiers where it's like, oh, well, now you can make sure you're definitely being seen if you're giving me $30 a month or whatever the fuck, just random number pull. Um, well, the biggest problem here is Twitter is one of those... I, for lack of a better term right now, essential technologies that people use. It is a platform that is so ubiquitous that it has become an everyday part of people's lives to look at Twitter, to have Twitter, to be on Twitter, to post things on Twitter, especially if you are any kind of micro celebrity on the internet. Um, you use Twitter to get those quick, easy access thoughts out there. Well, and so, and that's one of the things that to me, the first thing that hit more than anything, I'm like, Obviously, the other bullshit. We knew about the other bullshit, and it fucking sucks, and I wish that it immediately could have figured a way to fix that, but because he's like, free speech, he doesn't deserve to breathe. Um, <laughs> Nibelian, Nibel, on twi- Twitter, who mm-hmm. is not just us, not just me, who is not <laughs> fully into the games, games, news, world, whatever, or even just in general entertainment news, um... Everyone, even mm-hmm. the biggest, biggest news corporations, used him because he mm-hmm. had the the quickest posts, the quickest shots, screenshots of, of videos and things like that in the highest quality and all that that you could get on Twitter. Um, yeah, like the speed and accuracy that that account <laughs> put news out was incredible. And to see Nibel leave, just say, hey, I tried mm-hmm. to be, I tried to make money off of this through Patreon. What I was doing obviously wasn't enough. Um, and kind of threw some responses very much without straight up saying the specific words, this is Elon Musk's fault. Um, mm-hmm. Basically said, this is why I'm, I'm leaving because of these changes kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it sucks. And it's not just him. It's not. It's been a couple of different well-known people leaving. Um, and it, again, it is. It sucks for the smaller creators, like the bigger celebrities. Sure, they can still not pay for the thing, and they've already outright said they aren't going to pay. But I don't think that they will be suppressed as much because mm-hmm. of the following they have. Hopefully, because if that means nothing, then. Wow, fuck. Well, um, I mean, it's it means something to Elon Musk specifically because how does Twitter make its money the same way that other social media platforms make their money through clicks and ad revenue? So, yeah, and you that's need the, the celebrity presence there to draw that in. Yeah, um, and because that, that's the thing, the 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 biggest thing about and draw with Twitter is this isn't like Facebook where you have technically you have the streaming platform you have people running companies and making money off of the platform 
Twitter was 100% starting, especially started as just put your thoughts out there. Then you were eventually able to put images and in, in videos, short videos, not like, hey, watch an entire movie or my entire product on Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, it does. In certain cases, people do do that. But the content create the content that people were going there for was not made by the company was not made by Twitter. It wasn't even being funded by Twitter. The people that are making the content that are bring that's bringing you to Twitter are doing it for free on that platform. Mm -hmm. You charging them to make it so people can see that content makes them want to just go to another place. Yeah. And especially when, especially if you're a video creator, when things like TikTok, eh, um, but Instagram, for instance, the fact that they are already shifting to, hey, you want to make content? You want to be seen? Don't do pictures. We're not a picture site. We're not a picture app anymore. We are a video app. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I feel like everybody's always still, to a certain extent, fighting for the same attention that either Twitch or YouTube has. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, Twitter even at one point had the live streaming. It was very basic. It was really only whatever you could do from your phone, Periscope. Um, but yeah. there has been conversation. I've been seeing conversations with uh, Muskrat commenting, saying how he wants to add certain things to the site. And I'm like, you are taking Twitter and making it into a completely different website. This is, you are destroying <laughs> what the purpose of this website was to begin with. Yeah. Um because to me, Twitter will always or should always be a place that you can have those random thoughts, put that stuff out there, but also promote your content that is on the other platforms. Well, that's primarily what Twitter got used for in recent history is promotion of content you have elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, some interaction with, you know, fans of that content. Um the thing is, is all these platforms, all these various pieces of social media are all just trying to hit different verticals across a market. This happens when any company starts scaling up and growing. Um, the problem with Elon Musk is he has legitimately shrunk a company, but is also trying to hit new verticals at the same time, which is, at least from what I've learned about business, a totally backwards way of doing things. Um you scale up after you have the support in place, not before then. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? I mean, I think unfortunately he's, he's bought a boat and he's decided the best thing to do with that boat is light it on fire. <laughs> um, poke some holes. In and there. I, I think what he's really counting on at this point is the controversy alone to generate enough traffic back to Twitter to get people curious, to go there and see what it's all about. <laughs> um, I think that's what he's really banking on. At the end of the day, I don't see him running a successful social media platform. I suspect he will very soon still be calling himself, you know, the owner of Twitter, the CEO of Twitter, but very much giving the controls over to somebody else who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, YouTube has done this. Facebook has done this. Instagram has done this. All these platforms have done this at some point. Twitch is unique in the vein that they've stuck to what they know. And they just happen to be owned by Amazon, which can't possibly fail. So Twitch will be around forever. Yeah. That's, and that, but, see, that's the one funny thing to me. Or, yeah, one of the funniest things for me is the fact that he is, he is supposed to be a guy that is, uh, has the money to throw at this and make it work, you know? Mm -hmm. But the problem is 
he doesn't seem to actually have that money. Uh, well, no, because everything everything tied in with this this purchase or whatever. The debt mm-hmm. of him making this purchase went on to the company. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's here's the great thing about Elon Musk though is he actually may not have the money to throw at it to make it work because the way he primarily makes a lot of the money that he has for certain projects is through government grants and contracts. Um, the reason Tesla is as big as it is being known as sort of the EV brand is because he went out and got contracts from various state and local governments and eventually the federal government to say, okay, well, we want an initiative to have so many EVs in our state on the road by X year. And all Elon had to do was promise to produce enough EVs and open so many dealerships in that region to make that happen. Mm. Um, And the rest of the money is his to keep. Whatever he doesn't spend on that project, he pockets. Um, The same thing with projects like SpaceX, Hyperloop, all that stuff like that is he can pay someone to make a fancy 3D rendering of a technology, whether it's feasible or not. But there are enough people in government who are old and dumb who will look at that stuff and go, well, I don't know how it works, but someone showed me a cool 3D rendering of it, so it must be possible. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and they just throw money at it and say, because unfortunately that's the way large sections of our government works, is they want to privatize a lot of stuff that you're used to having. <laughs> and so they have put it in the hands of people like Elon Musk, and that's how he makes his money. The thing is, is no one is going to give Elon, <laughs> the government is not giving Elon Musk billions of dollars to make Twitter a thing. <laughs> they don't see it as a necessary piece of infrastructure. <laughs> uh, another fun thing that um, has occurred because of this, um, there supposedly was, um, I haven't heard it myself, but there it's, I think, public somewhere. Um, he had a meeting with um, advertisers, the, the main advertisers that have worked with Twitter, um, and basically came to them in asking, hey, what are you guys going to do? When, and I think one of them literally responded with, that's what you're here to do. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. uh, The advertisers, all they need to do is do what they've been doing for literal centuries, which is make an ad and then find a platform to stick that ad on. Yeah. Um, But even they have come out and been like, hey, um, you know this these words that are now being used rampantly mm-hmm. on your site, we don't want to be associated with that. So a lot well, of them are pulling out. YouTube I'll be honest, I don't, remember, I don't remember the first, last time I saw an ad on Twitter. Let's see how long it takes for me to see an ad on Twitter. <laughs> well, YouTube dealt with this a lot with the whole quote-unquote adpocalypse thing of all these major advertisers saying, hey, we're not going to put you know, our advertisements on anything that's not considered family-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um which was a lot of content on YouTube and a lot of people were upset about that because it meant they couldn't make AdSense revenue anymore. Um, I don't know. I have a feeling that if the trends keep going the way they are, um, Twitter will go the way of the dinosaur because advertisers are not going to want to deal with someone like Elon Musk who is only out for his own best interest. He's not into doing a mutually beneficial partnership. And it sucks because my mind won't be able to understand what the fuck Mastodon is. (laughs) <laughs> that's why i jumped to tumblr i'm like i understand tumblr and now there can be boobs again mastodon is a metal band <laughs> yes i know that you know what i mean <laughs> jesus 
<laughs> By the way, this entire time I've been scrolling and I have not seen a single ad. I just want to put that out oh, there. Oh, here you go. Mastodon decentralized. Social Wait, media. you don't so, know? Oh, I didn't. No. I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had no idea what Mastodon was. Yes, that is it. It is. It it is a thing. I my brain doesn't handle it. Supposedly, it's it has something that. Ooh, it's National Nacho Day. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, supposedly, it ha it's it's like. It, you have to join servers, but you have to be invited or accepted to go into the so servers. It's like Discord mixed with Twitter. Yeah, Twitter cord, Dister. I'm <laughs> call it Dister. Yeah, I, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna stick with, uh, not knowing. I'm, I'm okay with it. I am. A lot, like I said, a lot of people are jumping ship. I'm not. I, I have been mm -hmm. on Twitter for over a decade um I mean, if it goes down while i'm on it i i, I went down with it i i'm okay yeah. with that i'm just sticking around until you're i see you're one happens. of the violin players on the titanic yep <laughs> no, i will i don't use twitter that often we've made it a you know inside joke amongst ourselves how often i use twitter <laughs> but like once um, a month, I'll get a, I'll get all the notifications <laughs> of him liking everything on both the accounts. But uh, no, I will continue to use Twitter until there comes a point I can no longer use Twitter, and that's not just because it goes down. That's because you know I am one of the two people here who's in a unique place to see <laughs> receive certain kinds of harassment on Twitter. Um, what I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, that's one of the reasons why for I, audio well, listeners, if my you, accounts. I was gonna say yes, I know. Uh, for audio listeners, if you do not know, I am white. Nate is black. We have different interactions that we have to deal with on the internet <laughs> yes. and in real life, not just the internet. Oh, if only well, it was just the internet that people were racist. Um, see, in real life, I can I can deal with those interactions immediately. Um, on Twitter, I have to ask people for the addresses, but <laughs> <laughs> or get in contact with somebody that's good at finding them for you. Um... <laughs> uh, I will say, well, did, completely side note, out of nowhere, um, the first episode title for uh, season five of Stranger Things was just put out. It's called The Crawl. Just random, fun. The crawl. Yeah. Um, that's a show I'm excited to get back to because fuck that last season was. Oh, yeah something um oh uh last thing gonna say about the whole twitter fun bullshit uh mm -hmm. one actually two last things i lied like i said i i hop back on tumblr um one tumblr doesn't seem like it's changed at all uh like i said you can now see nudity again and that's about it mm -hmm. kind of sometimes depending on the nudity as long as it's not too sexualized um are you logging on Tumblr right now? Is that what that those types? No. Uh, I realized because I like just decided to go through what the last things I had looked at such liked. Um, man, however many years ago this was, I think it was Force Awakens. Whenever the Force Awakens came out, I had a massive crush on Daisy Ridley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I just scrolling through, I'm like, man, I liked and shared a lot of Daisy Ridley stuff. Uh, 
But that's really it. You know, tum Tumblr going to be Tumblr. I'm going to try and see if we can do anything. We have a space-time taco Tumblr. It's been in existence. I just haven't pu published anything to it since 2019, maybe? Mm. Uh, I haven't been Tumblr in a very long time. <laughs> let's see. Tumblr dot... Oh, space, was it space-time taco dot Tumblr? Is that how their websites work? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's .tumblr.com. Um, the last thing that was... Oh, you know what? I still have it set up that anytime an article gets posted, it does go here because the last thing is actually the uh, the Nacho Opinion. What was that? Okay. Oh, you I just lost you. Asses. That's what that noise was. <laughs> Hold on. Um, you just lost me. Oh, never mind. Uh, my <laughs> head's... No, no, no. You're here. My headset is about to not be here is the issue. So give me one second. Okay, now we're good again. Oh boy, so many of our images are broken. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to actually have to go back and delete a lot of this because uh, a lot of these articles don't even exist on the website anymore. Mm -hmm. If you click on it, it'll be like, "This does not exist." <laughs> Spacetimetaco.com slash blue eyes white butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah, trying to see. Yeah, I got to go back through and clear out a lot of the Tumblr stuff. Which, whatever. Um, the last thing, yeah, the last thing on Twitter that I wanted to talk about was the fact that uh, the <laughs> Friday, half the staff was fired. Let go. Whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And as of today, there have been multiple reports of those employees being called to see if they'll come back to work because it turns out they're needed. Yeah, it looks like you can't just cut half your staff out of the fucking equation and still run a business. Now, what I want to see happen is that staff make a new Twitter. Twitter 2. <laughs> with blackjack and strippers. I know it's hookers, <laughs> but strippers. Who knows? I mean, I don't know how much I worked at Twitter carries on a resume, but... <laughs> And to be honest, depending on your position, it could be. Well, some of the more saltier people on the planet, older people on the planet, I'll put it that way, salty and old people, um, have made some very cruel suggestions that uh, all the people who got fired from Twitter just go get new jobs. <laughs> and it's like, well, some of them have been working at that company probably for years, and just getting a new job is not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> hey, old white man just collecting money just because you're old and white. Why don't you get a job? Exactly. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, I'm not talking about like people that are retired at home. I'm talking about people in government positions. Um, <laughs> oh, and speaking of last 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 thing that we're gonna bring up and move on to the fun stuff. Uh, just this is a quick reminder for everyone out there. Um, Drake is a pedophile. He can go fuck himself. All right. Uh, so Nate, <laughs> what have you been reading slash watching lately? Oh. Uh... Well, I'll start with the reading. I'm not going to say this entire title because uh, it's impossible to say. <laughs> yes. Um, it is... I'll just say what it is. The Sundere Girl getting less and less soon day by day. It's a... It's a manga that I found through one of the Facebook groups I follow. Um, it can be read currently on... I'm going to click on it now so I remember. Manga Kalat. 
Is that what it is? Mangaka. Mangaka. Mangaka yeah. <laughs> lot. Yeah. Well, it could be read there. Um, but uh, it was interesting to me because the first few chapters are literally just one panel. Um, that's it. But it does involve a tsundere Japanese high school girl who uh, finds this boy who starts being friendlier and friendlier with her at school. And then they, even in the short run of the series, end up dating at least in the chapters <gasps> that i've read so far it actually um, hits that point i didn't think that yes. ever actually happened in those shows it hits series. that part but the interactions are cute if you know the tsundere trope it is that i have this hard exterior but soft inside kind of thing um gets is very aggressive nate i thought you said it wasn't pervy <laughs> well no <laughs> that's not what i meant <laughs> she's an m&m that's what i meant um but, <laughs> No, um, she, you know, Cinderella girls, they get all flustered and stuff anytime you call them cute or anything like that. And that's, it basically follows that trope to the letter. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a short, quick, endearing read. Um, and that's kind of why I've enjoyed it so far. So it's nothing super special, but if you're just looking for something that's quick and easy to read and to see if you like something new, I guess I can recommend it on that front. Um, other than that, as far as what I've watched watched so far, I did watch a new anime this season called Bochi the Rock. Um, follows this girl who is has been an introvert her entire life, um, to the point where she just doesn't even really talk to people. She doesn't know how to interact with other people. Um, but she sees one day this advertisement on TV of this, you know, famous rock band in Japan, and during one of their interviews. Um, they asked one of the guys in the band, like, you know, how did you get into this? Or what are you going to do now that you're f- so famous? And he's like, well, I was always a quiet, shut-in kid. But when I started playing with this band, that's when I was able to, like, really shine. <laughs> um, and she took, she takes that immediately. She's sitting next to her dad on the couch while she's watching this. And she just goes, hey, dad, can I use your guitar? <laughs> and goes upstairs and starts trying to learn to play guitar. Um, and she gets good at it. Um but then she she gets good enough at it that she has a following on social media because of it. She starts uh, playing guitar for like this anime's version of YouTube, mm-hmm. and by the time we are in episode one already, she's got thirty thousand subscribers on her YouTube channel playing okay. guitar. Um, she's really happy about that, but she never does it where in a way where she shows her face or anything like that while she's playing. It's very much just recorded audio put on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, she's extremely nervous around other people. Well, in this first episode, one day she she's in high school. She thinks, okay, I'm going to bring my guitar to high school. I'm going to put on like these, she calls it rocker girl clothes. Um, so she shows up to high school and she's literally sitting in the back of her classroom thinking in her head. She never says this out loud, like, talk to me. <laughs> she just wants people to come up and approach her. And that's where you get the idea of her social ineptness from is she never breaks the ice. She wants other people to come up and talk to her because she doesn't know how to talk to them. Yeah. Um, and of course nobody does. And she's kind of distraught. So after that, she goes to this park, this girl comes up and notices her guitar and says, Hey, I actually need someone to play in my band tonight because our guitarist just quit. Hmm. Um, and she does, but then she plays this entire gig from inside of a cardboard box. Oh my <laughs> because god. Because she cannot be seen on stage. <laughs> um, 
But I feel like she'd be really is, good friends with Comey. Yes. Um, if you like Comey, this is definitely an anime I could recommend. It's got sort of the K-On style thing going on there because it is very much about music and especially rock music. Um, <clears throat> but it's also relatable to K-On in another way in that this is just another cutesy Moe Blob show. Um <laughs> It is one of two Moe shows that I really looked forward to watching this season. I did watch this one earlier today. The other one called Do It Yourself, I haven't watched at all, so I can't really talk about it. But it looks really good. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'll be probably talking about that in two weeks' time when we're back. Um, I don't know, Nate. you got a whole season of The Good Place to watch. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, as far as the other anime I watched, this one is not seasonal, actually. I found out it's a simulcast with Crunchyroll, so this comes direct from Japan every week whenever it's released. That being said, it doesn't have a ton of episodes to get through, and it's still really good as far as its production quality goes. And it's called 86. Now, people who already know 86 kind of know what it's about. It's a mech anime, but it's not traditional mech anime. It's not bipedal mechs like Gundam or Robotech, you know, getting into these bombastic space battles. Um... This is a world in which this empire is beset upon by these autonomous drones they call the Legion. And they build these mechs called Juggernauts to fight them off. The Juggernauts are these little quadrupedal, almost spider-slash-scorpion-looking robots. Um, they're not very good at what they do, which is fighting the Legion. But the propaganda that this country sells about these juggernauts is that they're unmanned drones. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that they are not in the 86 district, which is unknown to mo most of the public. They put a bunch of people that they call Colorado there. These are people from basically races that have different variancies to them. And by variancies, I mean, they don't have white hair and white eyes like the main race in the empire does, um, which are called the Alba. So, <clears throat> But the way that the system works is they have a commander sitting in the capital, an Alba commander. Um, they use this technology called Parade to sync up with the pilots of these juggernauts, the 86, and uh, sort of feed them battlefield data. Um, I won't spoil too much of it, but that does not go very well for one of the main characters. Um, she uh, She's very idealistic and believes that she has some sort of power to sort of save the 86. Mm -hmm. Um she learns very quickly that is not the case at, at all. Um, that being said, one of the other, the main character that is an 86 has a special ability that more or less causes trauma to anybody around him. <laughs> um, and it's really not his fault, um, but it does help him a lot, especially in battle as well. That being said, we're at a part, I'm at a part in the series right now where things are getting very interesting because sort of the main plot line um, has wrapped up and we are exploring now more of this world that these people live in. Um, it turns out that it's not just the empire or the Republic, I should say the Republic and the empire that they're fighting. There's a lot more to this universe that we aren't told about immediately, which is a good thing because then you get to explore it with the characters in parallel. Um, that being said, if you like political stuff, if you like the exploration of propaganda, especially as a theme, Mm -hmm. um of course race relations as a theme is a big part of this uh poor versus rich uh just the general toll warfare takes on people um and if you like crazy mech shenanigans and also psychological horror shit um 
this is kind of up your alley. <laughs> it's got a lot of different things that this anime blends together all pretty much perfectly. Um, and it's good to look at too. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, it's definitely one I would recommend watching. It is a simulcast, so it will take you a while to catch up. If you're going to try to catch up, I am not trying to catch up. I'm just watching episodes when I can't afford to watch them. But uh, I have not been let down by it yet. And uh, that's, yeah, nice. that's all I have for for this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, um, you know, hey, we played enough video games over the weekend. So didn't touch on it. Yet. I know we haven't talked about games yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did uh, bright and early at like 3.30 in the morning. Because even though I wasn't working Monday, uh, I still woke up at my normal work time. <laughs> I uh, woke up and immediately watched Wendell and Wild, which is the new Halloween, I guess, stop motion Halloween y uh, movie from Henry Selleck, um, who is the actual mind behind Nightmare Before Christmas. Go eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> Tim Burton, Mr. Um, Only White People Fit My Aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, really fucking good. I highly recommend it. Uh, if you enjoy like Coraline and any of the, um, what is that company right now? Leica Films. I highly recommend it. It isn't Leica, but it is, I believe, up to the same quality. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, Henry Selleck did Coraline. Henry Selleck did Coraline. Henry Selleck did number of christmas there's a multiple that's multiple generations of of uh emo kids that are obsessed with his work um uh oh, what's it in my mind sorry i'm looking at multiple things all at once uh i also checked out uh new it, obviously it was halloween monday was halloween so i watched halloween movies like family friendly <laughs> halloween movies still um, but I also watched uh, on Netflix uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, which is just a cute little Halloween movie about a family that moves into a new, ca- a new, I want to say country, but it's not country, town, um, that is fucking obsessed with Halloween, who would have guessed, uh, where the dad of the family hates Halloween and the daughter hates just going with whatever his her dad wants to do so she obviously is like let me look into all the horror and and, and scary spooky stuff that's going on in this town um mm-hmm. and in doing so accidentally unleashes a, a evil spirit from decades ago which is bringing bringing the uh halloween directions to life decorations to life um which i mean you know not like something nobody's seen before but it's fucking cute as shit i highly recommend it uh it stars um oh fuck you're looking it up right now aren't you <laughs> no but go ahead. okay uh, <laughs> i'm horrible with names um priya ferguson uh, is the main character main the daughter uh she is the the sister from stranger things my mind blanked on it. The little sister, the the one that everybody they introduce her and everybody was like, she's the best character on the show. Don't ever fucking kill her. Um, she plays the daughter. Uh, the father's played by Marlon Wayans. Uh, you know, fucking hilarious. Um, and what I didn't know, I guess, because she didn't really get any 
stuff in the initial trailer. But the mom's played by Kelly Rowland. And hmm. just as a quick reminder, um, Kelly Rowland is the best of the three from Destiny's Child. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> uh, Nate, Nate, look up Kelly Rowland. Tell me that she's not the best of the three from... <laughs> Okay, well, yes, Kelly Rowland was probably the best. There you go. That's all I'm saying. Nothing, nothing against Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to no. be attacked by that again. Made that mistake once. I don't think I've seen Michelle Williams in like anything. Yeah. Wasn't there a fourth Destiny Child member? There was. Yeah, okay. I'm like, I know there was a fourth one. <laughs> what the fuck happened to her? Let's see. Destiny's Child. The toilet locket. Oh, there's more. Okay. So it was obviously Beyonce and Kelly are the only ones that were there the entire time. Michelle Michelle Williams joined after two thousand. Latoya and Latavia. What the fuck? I completely forgot about that. <laughs> and there was another one that was only there for like a year, not even. Holy yeah. shit. There are Franklin. So yes, there were several members of Destiny's Child. <laughs> but Michelle Williams, Kelly Rowland, and Beyonce were the three mainstays. The ones that people remember the most, yeah. Which is upsetting, because, like, the first album... Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, we're falling into a Destiny's hole. Um, Good movie. Highly recommend it. Cute, you know, I... Cute Halloween movies are fun. Um... It was a great alternative to people being like, you should watch Hocus Pocus 2. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> uh, as somebody that has a mother that absolutely loves Hocus Pocus, and I I, I blame her for the reason I don't like Hocus Pocus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Halloween Town guy. What about you, Nate? I don't know. I don't do many of those family-friendly Halloween movies yeah. even. <laughs> Okay. They're just kind of dorky to me. If there was like a movie that was Halloween themed that I actually really sit down and enjoy, it's probably Ghostbusters. Yeah, I see that. Because that's the thing. The first Ghostbusters had it balanced the comedy with uh, with, with some spooky bits. There's some little spooky <laughs> bits. The librarian, who, as a kid, <laughs> librarian scared the shit out of me. Um, and then they made Ghostbusters 2. And while it's still good, it was definitely more of a kid's movie. Yes. Um, still had slightly spooky bits, but nowhere near as much. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, good. Highly recommend it. I also been reading, and this is here's the thing. I've been off of my isekai bullshit for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I have been reading Dandadan, which I don't know if you know anything about Dandadan. One just got announced as getting uh, an anime adaptation. Super excited about that. Uh, Dandadan is basically about these. The main focus on, is on two characters that uh, don't really have much interaction in their da- daily school life. Because um, here's the thing. Most manga fucking takes place in high school, and I hate it. I wish we would just fucking get out of that bullshit. But we've talked about mm-hmm. that enough. Japan, 
get better. Um, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be oh, targeted at younger. Audience. Fuck you. Make him college age at least. Uh, <laughs> but basically, it's a girl that believes in spirits, guy that believes in aliens, dare each other to go to a one place that has supposedly had had alien sightings the other place had supposedly had ghost sightings um and they both are right both aliens and ghosts exist and uh <laughs> yeah uh the girl finds out that she has some psychic abilities um thanks to her grandmother who looks like she's maybe five years older than the 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 granddaughter um you're going to Google this now, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> I saw you looking I, over. I'm familiar with the with the lollipop trope. Excuse me. Um, no, 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 not like that. God, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now I need to pull her up. Hold on. <laughs> no, it's not even really a trope. It's just kind of a thing. Lollipop. The young, a very old woman who looks very young. Yeah, that's fucking. Uh, what's her face in? Oh god, what the hell is that game? My mind's blanking on it. Fucking Nate. Oh, Breath of the Wild. I can't remember the character's mm -hmm. name. Is it the the chick with the white hair? Yeah. So, audio listeners, sorry, but uh, this is that's the grandmom. Okay. Yeah, that's the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> uh, she's like a psychic. She actually does like exorcisms and all that kind of fun shit. Um, but because she raised the granddaughter, the granddaughter, I guess, just naturally gained the ability or through blood or whatever the fuck. Um, the guy who went to look into the ghosts... Uh, ended up getting possessed by the ghost he was looking at, trying to find. Uh, and through fun, wonderful things, um, he now, along with a couple other characters, have the ability to use the ghost powers while not being taken over by them after their little fight arc kind of thing happens. Uh, so it, it basically turns into their fighting every story arc every however many chapters fighting off uh both aliens that are trying to take their reproductive organs um oh and, boy <laughs> and ghosts that are just you know just being ghosts trying to live their ghost life uh <laughs> <laughs> you get a couple of ghosts that are on their side you get a couple of aliens that are on their side um you know i'm it's mm -hmm. really fun i i think it's great it really is one of those like Yes, the jokes about the genitals being stolen by aliens, it's stupid. Whatever. But beyond that, it's just your it's just a normal like it's so weird that it's both yokai and alien. Mm -hmm. Cuz it's usually just one or the other. Um but it works and I think it I I'm excited to see it translated into anime, so I'm glad that they announced that. Uh uh, fun, 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 fun. Sorry, and I'm now at the point that I'm just scrolling, seeing more pictures of the grandma, and I'm like, pay attention. Uh, yeah, that's really it, Nate. I don't know. You you watched? You haven't watched anything else? Uh, 
No. All right. Well, I know you want to talk about the anime game. Um, well, I don't me... have to talk about the anime game. <laughs> oh, okay. That's up to you. I mean, if you really want to see any of that, you did play Assure's Wrath during the 24-hour stream. Um, yes. There are some highlights from that. <laughs> uh, highlights. Um, highlights being, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that shit? Uh <laughs> Literally, like, I don't remember, I meant to look at the time codes, but I think it really was, like, an hour in, almost, yes. until the actual title, like, this is the game you're playing. I'm like, oh my god. Um, I mean, it was that long until I actually was, like, on the ground, able to, like, true. fight anything. For, like, three seconds before the episode ended. Um, yes. But no, I, if you want, we can talk about that after. Uh, but I did. I, I played Marvel Snap. Um, oh. Do you want to know how much of Marvel Snap I played? Like ten minutes of it. About ten minutes. Yeah, that <laughs> fucking game is stupid. Um, I am not a card game person. I tried. I was hoping. We talked about this the other day about how I'm like, ooh, there's a Disney Magic the Gathering coming out. Maybe I'll get into that. After playing a digital version of a Hearthstone esque kind of game um, mm -hmm. based in Marvel, love Marvel. Um, yeah, I'm not not into it. It's not my thing. I do not, again, do not fault anybody that loves it. It's all for you. That's all your game type. Not for me. Mm -hmm. Just not my thing. Uh, I, yeah, it's just it's slow, kinda. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've talked at length about how much I just can't get to TCGs because. Mm -hmm the strategies that people employ i just don't understand and i'm sorry but these games make me feel stupid and who knows maybe i am but they're just not for me um i cannot dedicate whatever amount of time or mental capacity is needed to sit down and figure these things out to play them on a like actual enjoyable level <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i know that's okay it, we don't have to like these games Dane. we don't have to like everything if we liked everything we'd be really boring um I don't know. I just wish right right now. I'm I'm hoping in the next week I'll finally actually get back into playing games because after the weekend it really was like I don't I don't need to play games for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean um, the only new thing I've played is the new Call of Duty, and I wasn't going to talk about it because it is Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there is I will say, uh, defend the house. Put out a new MythBusters for the new Call of Duty, and it's it's a fun one. Um, there you go. <laughs> they're always great. I that they are definitely a group that I would like to highlight with their content because they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, always get some good chuckles and some weird shit. They get show off some of the weird shit. It's not like they're the only ones that are doing it, but I like the way that they do it, the way they frame it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. No. Do you want to talk about any of the other games? You, no. you, you can no. talk about Azure's Wrath. It's okay. <laughs> no. What I will say about. Uh the new call of duty is i've done some of the campaign and some of the stuff is very bugged in the campaign oh stuff. yeah um one of the sort of major characters in the campaign she gets captured and you go to rescue her and i have to walk up to this car and interact with the door to like get her out of the car and when she came out she was she was horrifying she was some kind of ps2 era graphics monstrosity when she popped out of this car <laughs> Yeah. And she was like that for the entire cutscene. I have a clip oh, of no. it. Um, I will send it later, but <laughs> I don't I don't know. There's some kind of rendering bug going mm -hmm. on in this game. 
um, certain things clip through other things when they shouldn't be clipping through. Um, it's a lot of weirdness, especially compared to the previous game where even though the graphics were so detailed and everything, everything kind of worked. Yeah. Um, maybe, in this game, maybe, they're just uh, kind of falling apart. Activision's <laughs> just trying to take tank their stock. Um, <laughs> trying to make more money off of, uh, off of the purchase if it ever actually goes through. I don't know. I, I Well, their big plan right now is, of course, to gear up for Warzone 2.0. That's what they're working towards. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about it. It's another Call of Duty game. The multiplayer is fun. They added some changes to the way perks work, um, which is both good but also annoying at times. The decoys um, seem fun. The decoys are very fun because it's literally just a little pop-up inflatable man like Metal Gear. Um, and if people are close enough to it, and shoot it they do blow up so <laughs> yeah i saw that you can actually be killed by it uh it's also currently i don't know if that's this is from the defend the house video but uh i don't know if they patched out yet but if you put them down in water um mm -hmm. they won't show right in front of you they spawn at the top of the skybox <laughs> yeah <laughs> which can result in you having multiple down and them catching other drops that you're trying to put in the game and I think that's mm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's it is what it is. I I enjoy Call of Duty for what it is, but not much can be said about it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, uh, we'll do real quick thoughts on Andor, um, and okay. then Kim Kim I believe is currently upstairs, so we could technically do a spoiler cast if we have time. We'll figure it out. But mm -hmm. we're nine episodes into Andor. We still have, I think, three three mm -hmm. more episodes um how do you or what do you what do you think of andor so far because i think last time we checked in we were only the first three episodes in yeah um i will say i'm i'm actually enjoying it a lot more than i did at the beginning um things are kind of ramping up it's playing into that sort of spy thriller angle mm -hmm. um and i enjoy it for that we're getting this impression that Cassian Andor himself, while he is kind of learning as he's going, is a lot smarter than I would have given him credit for at the beginning. Yeah, um, specifically in certain scenes in um, before, I'd say, the halfway point in the episodes. Or no, mm -hmm. it's beyond the halfway point. Um, yeah, the, his, his level of observation is impressive. Yes, <clears throat> but he's also still very much the reluctant rebel he doesn't want to be involved in this conflict mm -hmm. um but from what we've seen in the season it is twice he's kind of been forced into it yeah. um he doesn't really have a choice i think what we're getting from this series leading up to what his eventual fate in rogue one will be is while he may have never wanted to be part of the rebellion eventually he gets to a point where he can no longer ignore what the empire is doing <laughs> um sort of the crap that they have caused the things that they have done to people mm -hmm. and eventually the news i think we're going to get to the point where the news gets back to him that someone he used to be very close to was very much hurt by the empire um and so he no longer can ignore that but again we are sticking with what i enjoyed it for the most which is we get to see a darker side of the rebellion the rebellion isn't just a bunch of heroes on a battlefield shooting stormtroopers it takes a lot of work to get to that point where we get it in the original trilogy mm -hmm. um 
it takes a lot of seedy and underhanded things happening to get to that point. It takes putting even very influential and, you know, prominent people within the empire in danger. Um, it involves sometimes deliberately taking someone's life to keep them from giving away secrets. Um, yeah. yeah. And, we even get that dichotomy because one of my favorite characters in Star Wars ever, probably my favorite character of all time, is in an episode <laughs> since we watched it last. So, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, I, I enjoy it for what it is. We're getting whole new Star Wars lore built before the original trilogy at this point. And the great thing about Andor especially is it makes sense mm -hmm. that things had to be done this way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I have been absolutely loving it. Um, I like I had talked about. I had kind of fallen off not not because I didn't like it or wasn't enjoying it. It really was just we've talked about it. the The month leading up to Extra Life, don't, things don't exist to me. Um, mm -hmm. My brain does not work or function correctly. Um, so it really was like okay, Extra Life's done. I had Tuesday off, and I just literally watched all. Oh, no, it wasn't Tuesday, was it? It was Thursday, because we talked about it, mm -hmm. wanting to talk about it on Wednesday. Um, yeah, watched all... I think I was on episode five, so I only needed to watch six, seven, eight, and nine. Um, but one sitting. Sat through and watched all four <laughs> episodes in one go. Uh, and I, like... I think one of the things I appreciate the most of the series... Yes, we are getting the most serious take on Star Wars since Rogue One, and I mean, it makes sense because it's a spin-off based off of a character mm -hmm. from that movie. Um, the fact that within a single season, it's being broken down into arcs. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's there's something about that. And I, I mean, I guess I partially blame because of me growing up on anime and being able to be like, ooh, we finished the story, we're moving on, things interconnect, all that fun shit. Um but I love the way that they've broken that down into these different arcs for the season. And we are in the possibly final arc. Um, yeah. We do have three more episodes, so it could be like, hey, one more episode for this arc and then two more for setting up the next big thing. Because mm -hmm. we do know the entire series is going to get a total of 24 episodes, um, culminating basically in what leads directly into Rogue One. Um mm -hmm. So I'm I'm super excited to see where it ends. I love some of the characters we've gotten, especially in the most recent episode. Um, I'm glad that I was able to avoid spoilers leading into it because the only thing I'd really seen was people saying the last in exchange in the ninth episode just hits so much. And I'm mm -hmm. like can it really just like one little exchange kind of and it fucking does um yeah. that whole scene leading up to it, we're not spoiling i'm just saying i'm just letting you know <laughs> holy shit like full body chills level of of uh, mm -hmm. uh, impactful um god such a good episode such a good series so far uh i love i like people give disney shit for what they've done with star wars I hope they don't. They they shouldn't be giving them shit for the TV shows. <laughs> no, um, I think the, the TV shows definitely are, at least from what I've seen from the community, sort of repairing that faith yeah. in Star Wars. Um, if they were planning to redo the entire sequel trilogy, 
um, if that is if that rumor is still around that we're going to decanonize what's already out there and just make a whole new trilogy. Which sucks, because um, there's so much I do love from that, but whatever. There is a lot that I love from that. I think the two things can exist in parallel, though. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what I would say is that this is the kind of content that they would need to build up to that, right? Is they need shows like Andor to build up to that. If they plan on doing even more, they need shows like Mandalorian to help build up to that. Um, all these things sort of connect together in a way that gives us Andor is giving us a reason why row one is a movie mm -hmm. right um i would like to see shows that give us this is why the first order exists this is why the sequel trilogy happens now <laughs> i will not fully stop you, but i will say <laughs> the thing i want the most um and yes this is obviously a, a movie that leads into uh, or this is a series that leads into an already existing movie that exists mm -hmm. within the original trilogy uh, or leads directly into the original trilogy. I want the majority from Star Wars to give me things that have nothing to do with the Skywalker legacy. Mm -hmm. um, I, there's enough. We've got enough. They kind of fucked it up with the end there. Yeah. Lots we've talked at length about all that we're not going to continue that but in general that's why i'm excited about this for instance we're not really going to have any skywalker stuff um mm -hmm. hopefully who knows whatever um we've i think we've hit a point where we probably won't touch on it too much more in the mandalorian um mm -hmm. but in general i i'm excited for things like the acolyte and skeleton crew where yeah. these are things so far away from the Skywalker saga that we well, get to just expand the universe without having to touch on the same family. Well, I'm there with you. I mean, I get it is okay. You've got the Skywalkers. They were great Jedi, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I take a look at star Wars as the wars part of that equation, which is, this is supposed to be military fantasy. Mm -hmm. is Luke didn't beat the Empire by himself. It's not no. just like a few powerful Jedi do all the stuff, right? Is... He only blew up the first Death Star. <laughs> well, even so, if we're taking it, if we're going to use military terminology to refer to what Luke was, Luke was a strike package. He was, you know, the guy you send in to deal with the threat that no one else can deal with at the time. Mm -hmm. But in parallel, you have all these other things happening, right? Is... Yes, Luke is necessary to defeat the Emperor and Vader, but he can't win the war by doing that. Yeah. You know, taking out the Emperor Emperor and Vader doesn't delete the Empire. And I mean, um, as we know from the sequel trilogy, it doesn't. It just makes it yeah. wait and reform later under uh, another guy. Yes, but uh, <laughs> you had like a Freudian slip there for a second. Yeah. But, um... uh, I don't know what but no, I mean, even blowing up the Death Star doesn't doesn't end the Empire. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's interesting to see these things. I would like to see a lot of stuff that's post original trilogy that gives us some gap filler between the end of the OT up to um up to the sequel trilogy that we have now. And uh, I think we're getting it in the comic run, the High Republic, right now, but. I haven't read anything of it, so I don't know that. Yeah. Me neither, and I have it all. <laughs> or at least a good bit of it, if not all of it. 
I would just, I would very much like to see stories that aren't just Jedi saves universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even if we do get Jedi stories, do it like, uh, fucking Tales of the Jedi. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about before we go? No, I think that's all for now. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. Uh, if you like what we do, like what we hear, you hear what we say, what we look like, mm, we're pretty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on all the social media. Just search at Spacetime Taco. Um, you can find me everywhere at Time Lord Burrito. You can find Nate for a limited time before <laughs> Twitter goes down uh, at <laughs> at a little teapot. Uh, yeah. Again, <laughs> thank you for everybody that stopped by and checked us out during and donated and shared uh for our extra life stream um donations are still being made or accepted up until the end of the year i am planning at least two more streams one 12 hour stream and kim and i have already talked about doing another christmas stream um which last year we got very drunk and then nate came over and he got drunk and <laughs> we had fun um yeah <laughs> do it there's a thing there's a link it's floating around but you can't click it i'm not gonna do that i don't feel like doing that much editing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> go inside and play video games mm -hmm.